0: at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow that's here today. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh.
1: Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! Two minutes past seven on SENSA Breakfast in Studio Lumo powered by Lumo Energy SA. And shout out to our very good friends at Tire Power. Their holiday getaway sale is now on. Good morning to you. And as I say again, good morning to Mark Bickley. It is a celebration today. (laughs) It's our 100th show today, so uh, I'd like to say that I've organised heaps of special guests to come in and um, wish you well, Mark Bickley. It's another centurion milestone for you today, but um, all I can say is congratulations and thank you for putting up with me. We've made it this far.
0: No, well, sort of don't thank me. This is a team effort and it's it's us, no I and team.
1: No, but there's a me in awesome. Hmm. You know, I, I heard that yesterday in a Taylor Swift song I was listening to with my daughter. It's pretty good. I'm surprised you didn't say that to me.
0: Though I used to have fun with uh, Andrew McLeod. He said, no I team. He said, there is in Norm Smith.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's not too bad. It's not, he can say that stuff. I yeah, can't exactly. say anything like that. Um, we've still got a big show coming up. Mitch Lewis is going to talk about the Melbourne Cup Sunday. Detch about the Adelaide 36ers. And I'm following what's going on in the Premier League at the moment because – our Tottenham Hotspur playing against uh, Chelsea. VAR has been the real hero of this match at the moment. So not only did VAR disallow the Chelsea goal, which apparently showed Raheem Sterling handballing the ball inside the box before scoring, and then um, having a look at some of the highlights on socials during the news just then, there's been two obvious red card decisions that have gone in the favour of Tottenham that haven't been picked up, including a double footed tackle, which um, just was a play on or a yellow card decision. So, Ange Ball is very aggressive today while taking on Chelsea, but they currently lead Tottenham. 1-0 right now, so it's 1-0 in favour of the Spurs, which is awesome for everybody following Ange Postacoglu. You can rush into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale is on right now, and it's time for this. One, two, three, four, five. 2, 3, Breakfast, top five things we've learned.
0: Okay, top five things we learn learned across the, uh, the weekend of sport. Going to start with... The ICC World Cup and Australia's form. They've picked up since early in the tournament and it's on the back of one guy and that one man is Adam Zampa. He is the barometer of the Aussie Cricket World Cup squad. And right now, I've got him as Australia's best bowler and their most important player.
1: Big call. Do you disagree? No, I don't disagree with you. I was thinking about this last night. Adam Zampa, I think because of the way... Um, He carries himself with his demeanor. He's quite relaxed. He's a little bit quirky. Sometimes he's probably not taken seriously, but when he gets the ball, he constantly takes wickets and he's been outstanding.
0: Mm. Talked about his game on the weekend. His um, 10 overs that he bowled is the most complete game he'd played. I think he, Uh, only went for 20 runs. So he was very, very happy with that. So he's in really good form and really comfortable with where he sits. So that's uh, one thing I learned across the weekend. You've already mentioned this next bloke, Victor Wenbinyama, Is that correct? How do you say it? Wenbinyama, He's played, is he five games or six games in? Six games in. Six games in. And I'm going early on this. I'm already calling him a star
1: Oh, really? So Hold on. You're going early and calling him a star. That's a big call, Mark Pickley. That was
0: uh, the first part of it. But the second one is, he's going to take Spurs to a championship. He is a championship player. He will. (laughs) What? Is that that too big a statement?
1: (laughs) I personally think it's...
0: Unbelievable. Who's going to stop him? He's, He's six games in.
1: Teams will figure out how to play him. They will. Now, yes, he's really tall. Seven foot four. Yes. But they will figure him out at some stage. And then that's his real challenge. I agree with you. So what are they going to do? Cut him off
0: at the knees? Yeah, (laughs)
1: potentially they could bring a ladder onto the court. Who knows? (laughs) But I know what you're saying. And we spoke about this earlier in the, who's making a difference. Um, He will be one of the greatest players of all time. If he stays healthy, that's the biggest challenge. That's his biggest opponent is his health. Is it? Yeah. Mm.
0: So, so you mentioned before, you made a comparison to LeBron James. You said he's going to be of that ilk. When LeBron got to his peak powers, yep. he could literally pack up his bag, go to a team and take him to a championship, which he did with others, with some friends at Miami and then Cleveland. Yeah, so, so
1: they need to build around him, yeah, San so Antonio. Why, yeah.
0: So Victor, will, that, that's what they'll do with Victor, surely. Victor, when Benyama, he's going to be the man.
1: I don't know why you put an accent on it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that's what I learned. That's the second thing I learned. Third thing I learned was um, Henry Hunt picked a good time to find form. So, so basically, the Redbacks have had great bowling stock so far. Their top six has really struggled. It was all up against them yesterday. They lost the toss. Rain interrupted. There was a bit of juice in the pitch. Queensland had a really good attack. He was excellent yesterday, faced 246 balls, difficult conditions. He remained not out for the day. South Australia, two for 190. That's a really good effort considering that everything was against them. So so Hunt and McSweeney still at the crease. So South Australia, if the conditions are better today, could really move forward and put themselves in a good a good strong position, which is great news Mark, for the Redbacks.
1: Mark, I'm really sorry to stop your uh, top five things you've learned, mm. but I have some news, and that is... I've, I've basically put the mockers on Tottenham because I said, oh, they've got away with a couple of red cards. Well, um, Christian Romero has just been handed a red card. Hello, darkness, my old friend. And with the penalty that was given away, Cole Palmer has scored a goal.
0: Hello, darkness, my old friend.
1: And at the 38th minute, it is now 1-1. Hello,
0: darkness, my old friend. And they're down to 10 men. <laughs> Hard work from here. Continue. You, you put the moz on him when you celebrated too early in the 10th minute when they scored a goal. Anyway, yeah. we'll keep moving on. 90
1: minutes is a long time in football.
0: Okay, fourth thing I learned across the weekend. 36ers were desperately unlucky. They were actually riding high going over to play the Perth Wildcats. They were in cracking form. The Wildcats were battling a bit. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, Gastro ran through the team. That a number of players who were below their best and that was a bit of a handbrake for them and they weren't able to get the points against the Wildcats who returned to some sort of form. Yeah,
1: Bryce Cotton decided to um, play like Bryce Cotton and one of the best players in the last decade of the NBL. He... Pulled his finger out. Yeah, he did. He really did. And they got another win last night against Melbourne United. So that was always going to happen with the Perth Wildcats. They were going to find their rhythm eventually. But again the the 36s and we can talk to Sunday Detch about this after 7:30 it's it's definitely one that got away from them because they knew how to to play against Perth what really intrigued me about that was Isaac Humphreys had really limited minutes mm. and he played really well when Perth played here a few weeks ago and Trent Flowers just isn't getting on the court and yeah. that will that will provide a challenge because where he is, and he's part of that Next Stars That's program, right. he, needs to be playing. he needs to be playing. So I, I reckon there'll be some conversations happening behind the scenes that if he's not being played by CJ Bruton, he may be advised to look elsewhere. So,
0: So what's the issue? Is he not at the level? Because most people would think he is at the level. I just
1: don't think he fits into the rotation at the moment. And we saw that when they had that win against Perth, Um, CJ Bruton really pulled back his rotation. So he was using only eight players in that game. So the starting five and then rotating three off the bench. And that seemed to work for the 36ers. What that provides, though, is the conundrum for this Next Stars program. CJ Bruton, are you there to get wins for the team or are you there to play Trenton Flowers and prepare him to get drafted Mm. into the NBA? Because I'm more of a fan personally of the 36ers winning games. So as much as I'd like to see this kid play like Josh Giddy did, like LaMelo Ball did, um, if him being part of the rotation is not going to win us games, yes, he assisted us beating the the uh, Illawarra Hawks a few weeks ago I back in CJ Bruton making that call keeping in mind there'd be so many big decisions happening behind the scenes and so many people in his ear saying play the kid
0: yeah and if you decide well it's not sort of working out for us I I think sort of mutual it'd be mutually beneficial to go for him to go to a club that does need his style of yeah, play, where yeah. he will do that. And just let's just make that happen as opposed to having the young fella sitting on the bench. Yep. Anyway, the last thing I learned over the weekend, AFLW Crows team, they are right now – I mentioned this before – they are in the box seat to host another grand final after Brisbane upset Melbourne. They finish on top of the ladder. They now play Brisbane here in uh, at Norwood Oval. Win that straight into a, a prelim, and then the prelim will be at home, and then if they win that, they – have earned the right now, finishing minor premier, to host the grand final. They play Brisbane, as I said. Brisbane have two players that are most likely going to miss. Dee Heslop, looking at a three-game ban sent straight to the tribunal, and Charlotte Mullins has been, has been offered a one-match ban, so whether she challenges that or not, but it potentially means that two Really good players for Brisbane We're missing on the weekend. Adelaide, Matthew Clark and his team, just been f- another phenomenal season so far. You
1: can rush into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale, which is on now. Very nice five things you learned there, Mark Bickley. I reckon it's time we gave away some stuff. Hello. Ah. Hello. You know, we normally do this at 6 o'clock every morning. We thought we'd do it today at 12 minutes past 7, and we have... Some Archie's footwear to give away. Archie's song so comfy, you'll never take them off. Perfect for today because it's 27 degrees. What did you say, 34 or something on Friday?
0: 34 on Friday. So it's building up. The longer the week goes, the warmer it is getting. So get the Archie's out, the Archie... Arch support thongs and slides, fantastic.
1: Well, you have to call us, one 736 736 Call us, get on the air. It's as simple as that. You call us right now, you will win. It doesn't matter what you talk about. It could be a simple, hey, congratulations for surviving 100 shows without being sacked, boys. Um, Let us know. (laughs) Call us right now, one 736 736 You ring, you win.